Hello and welcome and uh, happy Christmas. This is Curiously Polar and we are back with another episode. My name is Chris Marquardt and Henry is me. Uh, is me is with me as usual i didn't have any eggnog yet um, i promise <laughs> ho 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 <laughs> well you kind of look like santa with your beard <laughs> it's just not no. bright enough yet <laughs> not close to <laughs> <laughs> merry christmas to you yeah merry christmas ah so it's the end of the year we have uh we've one had week. just one week left and and uh, let's just get one thing out of the way because um, we want to look at a few things regarding Christmas in this episode. Um, but there's one thing that uh, we do here in Germany. I don't know how it's like in other parts of the world, especially in the polar regions. Um, but uh, our main day of Christmas here in Germany is the 24th, not the 25th. So Christmas Eve is, is our Christmas pretty much. It's um, the same in, in uh, Scandinavia, by the way. Oh, they do the same. Okay. Yeah. So whoever's listening from places where the Christmas day is the is the important day, um we get our presents on the 24th. I don't get any presents, so I don't know. Yo, oh, oh, poor poor <laughs> poor Henry. <laughs> I'm usually working at Christmas and um it's true. While we are actually airing this episode, I will be landing in South Georgia. So we are we are pre-recording this and uh uh, we're pre-recording this over a month in advance, <laughs> which which so means we put we, up some Christmas candles. Yeah, I, sh I should probably bring out some of those lights and and and, and or ornaments and things. Well, oh, I have them already. So so we are pretending to be in a Christmas mood today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's look at a few different uh, things around Christmas that I found and find interesting. Um, one is uh, Santa. S Santa, Santa, we we have talked about Santa here on the podcast back in episode thirty-two, but uh, yeah, Santa is apparently on the North Pole, up up uh, at the North Pole. Everyone knows that. So kids put put letters in the mail, address to Santa, comma North Pole, and somehow that stuff arrives somewhere. But it's really tricky because um, per definition that means Santa is moving quite a lot. Santa is drifting the on the ice. Right? Exactly. <laughs> You know, you know the picture. The picture that I have in mind is from from some movies where there, where Santa lives in a forest. There's Christmas trees around him and reindeer and things. And that's what we all know about the North Pole. That there is plenty of forests. Oh, and the I mean, North Pole, of course, is a pole which is like red and white, like a barber pole that sticks out of the ground. Which sure. I mean, that's actually what Fridge of Nansen was looking for on his expedition. He's looking for um, the big red and white barber pole. Exactly. And also for the plenty numbers of trees. Yeah. And he didn't find any. No, because he didn't make it to the North Pole. <laughs> that's why we have the Mosaic expedition going on right now. They are actually looking out for Santa. That's a secret mission ah, behind that. I understand. Nobody's talking about that yet, but <laughs> I tell you. Now, now again, uh, back to episode 32, we, we kind of found that there are several, uh, in air quotes, official, inofficial, official Santa mailboxes up in the north. Um, one used to be in Longyearbyen when we... When we recorded that episode back with Mario, um, that has been, that has disappeared by now. So up in uh, Svalbard, Spitsbergen, um, there was one which was illegally erected, a, a ten foot high, a ten foot big mailbox that looked really nice. 
on the way from from the harbor to the to the town but uh that is gone um there is apparently one up in nuuk in greenland sure yeah and then one in finland in uh, one in iceland as well. is there one in iceland as well okay in, in Reykjavik? yeah in or in Reykjavik, that... yes uh, straight next to the christmas shop okay <laughs> is that an all, all around the year christmas shop <laughs> yes unfortunately it's like rovaniemi it's an all year round christmas village so if you're gonna want to get really annoyed by christmas go there in july okay really horrible But kids still do that they still write letters to santa and somehow they some of them get most of them get answered somewhere well in fact there is a place called north pole in alaska and mm. um alaskans claim that santa the official santa always lived in north pole and i'm not really sure i haven't visited north pole yet so i'm not sure if they have a pole in north pole entries <laughs> well but but now we know that the real santa while while you're listening to this is boarding a ship in georgia so there you go <laughs> okay um another christmas thing that i uh that i'm a bit confused about are the reindeer because if you look at uh, the disney rendition of reindeer they look like they look like deers right <laughs> As a, as in, as in the ones with the antlers, and uh, and then that's why it's called reindeer. It's true, but then when I was in uh, Svalbard and we did some hiking there, we saw reindeer that looked completely different. So what's yeah, the deal there? Very easy to explain because the Svalbard reindeer is a subspecies of reindeer and it's by far the smallest subspecies. They are just mm. half the size of uh, of an average reindeer and the antlers are much, much smaller because the environment up there, we are talking about 78 to 80 degrees north. Um, the environment is so harsh there that they went just very small, very compact and um, look a little different from, okay. yeah. So the Svalbard reindeer, reindeer is its own thing, pretty much. Yeah, it's its, it's, its own subspecies, yeah. Okay, so that explains some of that. And and reindeer in other places, do they look like the ones that uh, that Disney showed us? Yeah, indeed. Uh, when, you, when you go to Greenland, when you go to um, northern Scandinavia, when you see them in uh, Canada where they're called caribous, um, they look pretty much like um, a typical Disney movie. Okay, yeah. just they are not painted, they are real. They have actual not fur. Not always. Sometimes it's also a cartoon just walking by. <laughs> okay. It really depends on how much eggnog you already had. Okay. True. Very true. Eggnog. Eggnog. Very American thing, I think. I don't I don't think we do that where, where I live. But it's, well, it's you could yummy. introduce that as a new tradition. But it is yummy. Um, let's look at well traditions i mean that's that's something on a more serious note uh people live in the arctic and they they have been living there for a long time and uh, they must have some christmas traditions that first of all is christmas a thing up there oh it is of course i mean um pretty much all the places have been uh, christianized right so it is definitely a thing um, okay. Even in in uh, Arctic Canada, uh -huh. in Greenland, in northern Scandinavia, mm -hmm. Iceland, of course, 
Alaska. So you have similar traditions and um, similar understandings of uh, the importance of Christmas. Um, it dates back to like the fourth century. Before the fourth century, Easter was the much, much bigger um, holiday, a much, much bigger festival in um, Christianity. But after that, um, the time around winter solstice, which was close to the um, birth of um, Jesus, was kind of becoming the the new big thing, the new big event we know. So it's a, it's a melting of different things into into something new almost. Oh yeah, definitely yes. Uh huh. And that's also something we can see in uh, Inuit communities, for example. You have a lot of things melting together. You have, um, of course, Christian uh, traditions, but you have also some uh, local traditions which got merged into it. And that's something you can find um, throughout all the different Inuit uh, communities in, uh, in the whole Arctic. And that's um, pretty interesting. So in, in, in fact, for, for Inuit, Christmas is a big community thing. So you have <clears throat> usually small communities And you have a long, dark period. Uh, Christmas is around uh, winter solstice, so it's the shortest days um, throughout the year. Very, very dark, so they put up a lot of candles um, in, in Greenland in particular. They put up uh, orange-reddish uh, Christmas stars into a window. That has become really a thing in Greenland. Um, and the time is spent together with family and Family means in a in a wider sense. It's not the core family. It's just really the 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 broad family. You just visit um, other family members in their house and just spend time together, um, eating cake and um, yeah, drinking coffee and, and that kind of stuff. And for Christmas itself, you have a big community gathering, and um, that's a very traditional thing where they share. Not only gifts, so they take care that everybody in the community gets a gift. And um, for gifts, it's usually some some handcrafted stuff. It's uh, it's either whale meat, or it's um, handcrafted stuff like uh, sealskin breeches, uh, like uh, called kamiks. Are, are these often like things useful things or just yeah. trinkets? Yeah, some, sometimes also trinkets like like smaller versions of it, like um, miniatures. So more more, more symbol symbols than actually symbolic stuff. stuff exactly, okay. yeah. But also decorations, um, tree decorations, that kind kind of um, items are used there as well. Yeah. Speaking of tree tree decorations and tree ornaments, uh, how about Christmas trees? Because I grew up here in southern Germany near the Black Forest, so for as long as I'm alive, we always had a Christmas tree, a beautiful Christmas tree, a uh, nice fir tree. Uh, but Greenland doesn't have that many Christmas trees. Oh, um, as we figured, the North Pole is full of trees. It's a big <laughs> forest of Christmas trees up there. And uh, Greenland is That's pretty close true. to the North Pole. That's not true. <laughs> uh, no, in fact, there are um, no Christmas trees in Greenland. So they import them from Denmark. They do, even though import yeah, actual trees, living trees, or or is it more like um, I know some places on this planet they they want a Christmas tree but they can't just go and chop one or, or buy one, so they'd have like a reusable foldable plastic tree. Um, you will find some of them as well, probably, but um, no, they import actually real trees from from Greenland. Wow! 
uh, from Denmark, sorry. And um, that's something you can also see. Um, Iceland is importing some from Denmark, some some from Norway. Um, I actually, when I moved to Iceland, I just refused that uh, old tradition of uh, of Christmas trees in a country where you barely have trees, chopping them down or importing them from uh, another place to erect them for a few weeks, if at all. It doesn't seem to make any sense for me. It so doesn't I'm, seem just, to make any ecological sense at all, yes. Yeah, so I, I refuse that. And in, in Denmark, in, in Greenland, it's kind of a thing that um, usually communities have uh, a big community tree which is um, highly visible from pretty much all the houses in in a community, in a village. Um, but it's not so much a thing in the houses. In the houses, um, you would probably find um, a tree from traditional uh, driftwood. So they, they, they use um, driftwood washed ashore and decorate that with uh, heather and with those small items they get gifted. So that you have both just like the, the the western version of a christmas tree and the driftwood version of it <sighs> so we are we are at the end of a of a year almost a year we still have one episode left but uh at least it's christmas time and let's play some music it's it, this is not a greenlandic christmas music i think we had something but we weren't sure we could play it so uh, we're trying with something different. So, I think this is a uh, Christmas. Is also, a time to say thank you. So, I think we should thank the listeners for sticking around and for helping us helping us grow and uh, and and talking about the show. We've seen um, other places giving us some exposure, like Arctic Relations, for example. Just did an article about us uh, a month ago. So. That is all very helpful and very, yeah, heartwarming. So, Henry, thank you for being around. Thank you for for Thanks for an amazing year coming on board and uh, and and helping move this podcast into a direction that um, yeah it wouldn't have taken without you. So, I'm really proud of what we're doing here. Very proud. I'm I'm pretty proud and and, and happy about that too. It's a really nice opportunity, and I really enjoy that. And I would love to thank uh, each and every one who tunes in uh, occasionally or regularly and um, would love to thank everybody who sends feedback emails and just suggests new topics. It's highly appreciated. So please keep them coming. Thanks a lot and uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and uh, we'll be back well with the last episode of the year on the 31st. And uh, here's to another year of Curiously Polar. Until then, everyone. Take care. you'd like to hear for Christmas? I'll tell you that I'm coming home, or I'll be there when you carve the turkey, trim the tree, or maybe that a big surprise would be to see it in my eyes on Christmas. But if I couldn't make it home, I could send it in a song.